Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, how are we today? Doing fantastic. Sitting here in front of my uh, wonderful cathedral. Oh, I know why you chose this, and we can't spoil it yet, because I, I think we would truly spoil it if we tell them immediately, but it is a lovely picture of a cathedral that I, you took this picture yourself, didn't you? Yes, I did take this picture. This is, uh, I think it's called the Mesquita in uh, Spain. Uh, the Romans built it as a temple. Hmm. Uh, the Moors showed up, <laughs> put a little <laughs> Islamic flair to it, and then the and then in the middle of it, once, uh, once the Spanish took back over, in the middle of the, the mosque is now a Gothic cathedral. Amazing. So you, everything's still there. The Roman columns, the Islamic arches, and the Gothic architecture. Yeah, just amazing. It's beautiful. Yes. And in the, you know, in the 700s, it would hold 50,000 worshipers. Oh, my goodness. So it's a pretty good crowd for a, for a service. Yes, that's uh, twice the size of my town. So <laughs> yeah. everybody's going to church twice. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're asking a pretty big question today. Yeah. Yeah. Why are your people here? That's that's what we want to uh, get people thinking about. And I, I can actually hear a manager. We're like, we ask, you know, I look at the manager and go, why are your people here? And then the manager goes, I have no idea. And then he quits. <laughs> Just, I, I don't know. And I'm not sure why I'm here. I, 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 I gave this as a handout to a, a management team recently, and somebody misread it to say, why are you people here? <laughs> took, it, <laughs> took it really accusatory. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you dropped the R. <laughs> why are you people here? Why are your people here? That's the question. Okay. Um, and, and we've got a little story to to illustrate this. It goes right along with your cathedral. I think you'll probably tell a little bit more about your cathedral uh, here in a minute. Um, but this is a story that goes back to uh, the 1670s. Uh, Sir Christopher Wren, he's a, a, an architect uh, of, of uh, many, many, many buildings in uh, London and in England. I think he's even given credit for some of the College of William and Mary in, in Virginia. Uh, but he, he designed St. Paul's Cathedral. So uh, you have probably seen St. Paul's, even if you don't know it, because it uh, shows up in the Feed the Birds song in Mary Poppins, the Disney version of Mary Poppins. Um, but at any rate, there's a there's a very old story told about Sir Christopher Wren that he, uh, according to tradition, to tradition, he uh, suited up as a commoner and went and toured the construction site as they were building uh, St. Paul's Cathedral. And so um, he walked around and saw the workers and the stone cutters were cutting stone and he went and asked uh, the first one that he saw, what are you doing? And the stone cutter stopped, turned around and looked at him and said, I'm cutting stone. And then turned around and went back to work. There's a guy a little farther on down. He's working maybe a little bit harder and uh, not, not super engaged in his work, but he's working maybe a little bit harder. And Sir Christopher Wren says, what are you doing? And this stone cutter turns around and says, I'm making about five pence a day. Not too bad. And then goes back to work. 
And then he hears this noise and it's over in the corner and it's in a dark place. It, it, frankly, it's a place where, you know, nobody in, in, uh, in when the church is finished is really even going to see it. You know, he's, he's working on parts that are going to be covered and hidden. And, and this guy is going to town. Like he, you know, there's sweat on his face, there's sweat on his back. Uh, he, you know, he's vigorously chiseling out this stone and uh, just, just absolutely uh, going bonkers doing his work. And Sir Christopher Wren walks up and says, so what are you doing? And uh, this guy stops and turns around, has a little bit of a glow on his face. And he says, I'm helping Sir Christopher Wren build a magnificent cathedral to the glory of God. And then he gets back to work. Whoa. So that's the story. Um, so, so Mike, I, I play around with this uh, when I've uh, used it with uh, my clients. But, you know, the, sort of the first question is, what do these three stone cutters have in common? Well, they're all at the job site. <laughs> <laughs> they made it in today. <laughs> they showed it up. They showed up today. They did. They're all doing the job, right? Yeah. So, so you can't take that away from them. Yeah. It's a, right. Did everybody show up and did everybody get to work? Yes and yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what changes is the level of engagement, right? The level of commitment to the craft. Right. And, right. and, we, and we see this all the time, right? Right. And, and one of the, in one of our previous videos, we talked about discretionary effort. Yes. And so the, the first two stone cutters are doing what's expected, but nothing beyond that. Right. Uh, the third stone cutter, uh, who sees a, a greater purpose to his work, he's giving up discretionary effort, uh, yeah. that little extra speed, a little extra quality, a little extra care uh, that you can't pay money for that don't, that only comes through a purpose motive yeah you you can't pay a guy enough to make him work like that and in, in fact uh, there's been some research uh, that sort of points to the opposite that you pay a person uh, enough and and they actually trail off on their level of work so it's not about that it's about that p word you said purpose oh, and you know, so so this is you know maybe a you might even want to pause the the podcast uh, to you know or just ask our listening audience to do that here in a second, both of you, um, to uh, pause the podcast and uh, just sort of write down on a piece of paper, you know, each of the people that work for you, your direct reports, where do they show up on a continuum? And on on the left hand side, you've got a pair of pants. You know, they're they're just showing up doing the task. But all the way on the right-hand side are the people that are completely engaged. They're showing that discretionary effort that you just can't buy. Uh, we, we have a friend, Chris Hunsicker, who, you know, he says, you can buy my hands. Uh, you might even be able to buy my head a little bit, but you can't buy my heart. And this, this guy who's completely engaged, they're all in. So maybe, you know, uh, pause the podcast and write down those names. And uh, so here's the, here's the, the place to pause. Okay, well, that, great. That was very 1980s voicemail. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. Pause. <laughs> the, uh, and I've actually, when I when I do this exercise, right, you've got the pair of hands to completely engage continuum. Yeah. And, and so many times the, the managers will start to fill in the names. You know, like like okay, here's Bob. <laughs> you know, he's barely barely breathing. He can fog a mirror, but he comes in every day. And then you got Sally. Right. You know, like. If I need a volunteer to stay late or, you know, she knows something's going on without even asking that that person's, you know, all in for me. And so, right. and they'll put the names along the continuum. 
Right. And, and very often it makes it makes that lovely bell curve that, that we always yeah. talk about. You've got you got a, a few super engaged, a couple pair of hands, and this whole group kind of in the middle uh, at varying stages of, of engagement. Yeah. And, and I would challenge the, the people who do that. Um, you know, you, you say that you put people on your bell curve. Um, and I have to give credit, Mike, I stole this whole thing from you, except we don't say steal anymore, right? We say harvest. I harvested this from you. Um, and you, you need to justify that somehow. You know, what are the observations you're making? What are the things that person is saying or doing that's leading you to the conclusion that they're just a pair of hands versus all the way in and, and completely engaged? Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it kind of begs the question, right? Like, if you went up to them, and ask them, what are you doing? What would they say? Right. It, it's almost scary you know, <laughs> just to think about. Um, yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing here? Uh, you know, yeah. What, what's our, what's our, what's the purpose? What's your purpose here at work? Uh, right. And yeah, you can word it a few different ways, but yeah, the end result is, yeah. yeah do they, do they, do they see this as just something they're doing until something better comes along? Right. Or, Right. Uh, or is this or is this a calling uh, you know um, yeah that that calling is a is a wonderful word but you know it, vocation that's literally what it means is to be called forth mm-hmm. you know you, there, there's got to be some purpose behind it if you're saying that right um it, it's almost destiny right it's it's mm-hmm. like there's a there's a little element of divine to it you know i have been called to this work this is this is part of my purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's people, something magical about that. Yeah, people say, you know, all the experiences in my life and who I am have brought me to this place yeah. at this point in time. I'm exactly yeah. where I need to be. Right, right. Yeah, that you don't have to worry about that person calling in if they got if they got a you know a hangnail. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, they're gonna they're gonna make it in. They're yeah. Be there for you. Yeah. Yeah, you trust their work, et cetera. So, um, so you know, this is another question that um, I've used. I don't know if you use this, Mike, when you do it, but, you know, just sort of what gets in the way of your people feeling like they are a part of something great? You know, that third stone cutter, you know, he's bought in. There is a huge, dare I say, eternal purpose to him cutting that stone, that tiny little act telescopes out to this big gigantic thing with so much impact in in the world and that's amazing to have that insight what are the things that get in the way of having that insight and and being that bought in so i don't know if you uh use that question mike but i am guessing that you've heard lots of reasons for why that doesn't happen oh yeah yeah i just uh, had this just a couple of weeks ago uh, i was talking to a manager uh, everybody in his department, they're paid, uh, you know, as individuals, there's a no shared team uh, framework. So as we're fond of saying here, right, structure defines behavior. So, so I've got an individualistic pay plan, and now I've got a whole bunch of people who are not working together as a team. And, mm. and, and the manager was very distraught. He's like, they, they, they don't help each other. They don't work together. They don't solve problems together. Mm. And, and, and I, I said, all right, so, so what is your ultimate goal? What's your vision of the department? Yeah. Blank stare. Right. And, uh-huh. and, I, and he says, I don't, I don't know. I don't have one. I said, what's your goal? What's your overall department goal? And, yeah. you know, he's like, he had something in mind. I said, is, 
anybody in your department aware that's where we're going? Yeah. No. I said, so in the absence of anything bigger to focus on, what's left to focus on, but my individual performance, right? There is, there is no common goal. There is no shared purpose. There is no vision. Yep. There is nothing for me to focus on. And so yeah. that was his goal is to figure out, okay, what is this bigger thing that would cause people to put aside some of their, their petty differences and, and work together? Yeah. So I heard two things there. One was having a goal, having some big purpose. The other was you probably ought to tell people whatever that purpose is, communicate that. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, we talked about, you know, gamification of work and showing progress towards a goal right. and, and things like that. So, um, and that's very difficult to see, you know, like at the beginning of the month, um, you yeah. know, when, when everything is just starting off, it's hard to picture that we're going to you know, have this incredible success down the road. Right. Probably the, the most, one of the most amazing things when, when we were taking pictures like the, the cathedral behind me, was that some of these took well over a hundred years to build mm. and the average life expectancy was about 30. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> Nobody so, saw the end of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the guy, you know, putting the foundational stones down and he knew this, he knew this starting off. He knew that not his kids would never go to a service in that church. Yeah. His grandkids possibly right. would go to a service in that church. But because the purpose was so grand and, and the mission so inspiring, they came to work every day knowing that, that, that themselves and their kids would never see, you know, partake of the fruits of this labor. Yeah, it, it is an act of trust, right, to, to show up with a team and go through some motions that you're being asked to do, hand off some batons to some people that aren't you and are not under your control and assume that this is all going to go towards an overarching purpose. Um, I get it. Not everybody's building a hundred, you know, year cathedral. Um, but even in small ways, you know, that's an act of faith. It's a, it's a, it's a moment of trust to, to do that work and stay engaged for the sake of something downstream. Exactly. Exactly. So, one of the things, you know, it seems so big and scary, right? Coming up with your purpose or your vision yep. or whatever is that. Um, one of the, the simplest things that, the, that you can do there is just, is just sit with your team and ask them the question, tell me about a time when you were most proud of our store, this department, yep. our team, yep. right? And just listen to those stories. Yeah, you will find that every time they, there's you listen to a few of those stories, there's a common theme that weaves through them. Yep. The time that I was most proud was when we did X, and all of a sudden you, you're hearing versions of X everywhere, and all of a sudden that starts to form the basis of your purpose. Yeah, this is when I'm most proud. How do we do more of these things that make us proud? How do we celebrate those? How do we become more intentional about creating those? And then all of a sudden. The, the purpose is clear. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can go on a three-day retreat and, and you, you know, sit in a tent and take mushrooms. But <laughs> the, the, the reality is, right, just starting with that simple exercise will take you a really long way to discovering your department, your team's uh, uh, purpose. Yeah. What makes them incredibly proud, what truly gets them engaged and giving freely of their discretionary effort. 
Yeah, that, that's perfect. And uh, we're going to put a handout uh, made available in the show notes that uh, you can, uh, we'll, we'll have the link to um, an, another uh, one of these exercises, just thinking through the value that you have brought as an organization, as a team. Um, you know, there's a, a number of different ways to think about that. It could be the product or service that you uh, are responsible for. It, it could be the impact you have on employees, on the community. Uh, so on and so forth. So, um, you know, we, we invite you to sit and think that through and, and kind of related to the, uh, the asking of your employees is thinking through for yourself, um, you know, what, what causes you to go home and feel like you've made a difference? You know, what, what turns the crank for you where you feel like you've, you've really fulfilled something bigger than yourself in that moment? Um, oh, yeah. so we, we, we're giving you some ideas to, to sort of process this to unlock engagement. Yes. And these are big ideas and, and yeah. not something that, that, that can be done in, you know, 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, but there is a, a you know, with, with the, the questions that you've asked, there is a path forward. Yes. And so, so yeah, yeah. Jump over to the link, grab the, grab the handout, start talking your, walking your way through these, uh, engage your team in these conversations. Uh, and then ultimately, yeah, if you need help, uh, yeah, call Max or Marty, uh, you know, <laughs> Mike or Mark, and uh, and we can definitely give you some ideas on how to proceed to the next step. That's perfect, and we have put some bullet points in the handout that that talk about actual next steps. So um, again, we're just here. This this is part of our purpose, Mike. Right? Is uh, we're turning a little bit of a crank here for ourselves that uh, we're throwing stuff out there that we hope really brings value, and I think. You've got a, a rhyming phrase for what you're trying to do in the world. I don't know if you're you want to, I'm putting you on the spot here. I just realized the, um, that what you came up with with the JCs. Oh, uh, I don't know. Lighten, lighten. <laughs> Is it lighten and? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my personal mission statement. So, yeah, yeah, I will lighten and brighten the life of every person that I meet. Yeah. And, and by lighten, we mean, yeah, can I inform, educate, share something that I've learned and brighten means, can we just make it an enjoyable interaction? Uh, right. and, with, and with that, uh, yeah, I know exactly what I need to do every single day. And I can uh, be a witness to that, that that's how you approach things. That's literally how you approach things. So um, anyway, with that being said, let us brighten our moods with John Wolf, the world's greatest voiceover artist who has never been paid, except yeah. in our lauds. He's worth every penny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. The musings of Mark and Mike. No rights reserved, etc. Feel free to share and discuss what you heard today. Even claim the ideas as your own. <laughs> Who'd want to do that? See you next time on It Doesn't Take a Genius. Thanks. That's good enough.